There is a constant demand for authenticity in a culture that strives for perfection. Whoa, I recorded this four times trying to get the perfect intro, and I finally just decided that I'm going to be authentic. Isn't that weird that I was struggling to read that sentence? That was exactly the thing that I was struggling with. So join me today as I talk about perfectionism, how it impacts our life and our relationships, and I have some ideas on what we can do about it. I'm Annalise Lucero, and this is The Good, The Bad, The Family. There is a constant demand for authenticity in a culture that strives for perfection. And I don't think these two things can coexist. In fact, I believe that perfection doesn't even exist at all. In a recent post on my Instagram, I described perfection as a mirage. Perfection is like a mirage that we see when we're in crisis in the hot desert, like the cartoons or, you know, the the movies that we see where it's like this image of a tropical oasis with water and we're thirsty and in crisis and we get there and we think that this mirage is real, right? We think perfection is achievable. And we push ourselves to these unmeasurable extremes where we're trying to reach this mirage. I mean, I know in my own goals, when I've tried to reach this idea of of a perfect birthday party or being the perfect therapist or, you know, having the perfect dinner for my family from the big to the small, right? I think that these things can happen. But ultimately, when I get there, I realize that this was nothing what I thought it would be, and that the perfect therapist, the perfect dinner, the perfect party, those things don't exist. So when we get to this mirage and and it's nothing that we thought it would be, we're left feeling unfulfilled, disappointed, burnt out, and lonely. In our reach for perfection, we often disconnect from our relationships, from ourselves, from our community. Our desire for perfection becomes the priority in our life. The risks of this become losing touch with our values, isolating ourselves from support, harming the people closest to us. I know that my expectations have been out of control sometimes and really hurt those the closest to me. Having perfectionist thinking can result in feeling shame and resentment mental and physical health issues, emotional distress, and on and on and on, right? I just made the perfect list for being a perfectionist. I'm just kidding, sort of. But the idea, right? Perfectionism is bad. Perfectionist thinking is bad. Expecting anything and anyone to be perfect is bad. And it's just not realistic. It's it's a really unhealthy way of thinking. Brene Brown says that Shame is the birthplace of perfectionism. And we know we don't want to feel shame, right? We know that shame is bad. It's like something we just, in in our own lives, have experienced shame. People around us who have shame, we know it doesn't feel good. Shame is the birthplace of perfectionism. Renee Brown goes on to explain that being internally driven inspires us to make progress towards our goals in healthy ways. When we are driven by external factors, we aim for perfection. And I I believe we have that constant looming fear about what other people think. So I wonder, how often does perfectionism impact your life? 
does perfectionism keep you from being your true self and experiencing life in a more meaningful way, experiencing relationships in a meaningful way? If you're concerned about the thoughts and feelings of other people, it does seem likely that you will present yourself in whatever way you think people want to receive you. That sounds like a lot of work. And it must be truly exhausting trying to get into the minds of everybody around you. And maybe it's not everyone. Maybe it's just one person in your life that you find in almost every close relationship, a parent, a caretaker, a teacher, or a coach, whoever this person is, do they show up when you feel doubt, shame, or fear? Do you hear their voice in the back of your head or in the front of your head or literally in the moment, do you hear them talking to you and you're hoping that their validation and their approval will heal something inside of you? I think if we shift our focus to progress instead of perfection, like the the saying I see all over social media and leadership communities like LinkedIn, strive for progress, not perfection. And that's all well and good. But what if you think like many of us do? raising my hand right now, like, yes, I do this, right? We have this thought of, I don't want to come off like a perfectionist. So I'll perfect looking like I'm making progress. That's kind of twisty and turny, but I think a lot of us have strived to perfect balance. If I could just get to the perfect balance in my life, that's still striving for perfection. Life is chaotic. Life is crazy. It's beautiful and amazing, but it comes with these ups and downs. And so to strive for the perfect balance in life, I don't know if that's healthy. And I don't know if that's achievable. Maybe many of us don't worry about what other people think, but I know that there are a lot of people out there that want to achieve huge goals and reach a level in their profession, in their career, in their personal life, in health, in fitness, in whatever in life that requires insane levels of focus and commitment. So the question becomes, how do I know if I'm striving for perfection or if I'm just reaching for really high goals? So I think it kind of takes me back to Brene Brown. And I'm I'm getting a lot of this from her book, Atlas of the Heart, which I reference a lot because I read a lot and I just read it over and over because it's just so powerful to explore our emotions and become informed on how we experience our emotions. She's, she talks about, you know, seeking the approval of others. And if we're seeking the approval of others or worried about these external opinions or drivers, then we may be reaching for perfection. And we know that will never exist. There's nothing that could ever be perfect. So it's this sort of, um, I guess, impossible task that we just continue to, it's like walking on, um, it's like walking on a a treadmill, right? Like you're working hard, you're learning stuff, you're building muscles, you're really good, but you don't get anywhere, right? You don't get anywhere. If you keep on going on the treadmill day after day after day, I would, I would think that maybe you get bored. Maybe you get burnt out. Maybe people are like, Hey, come on a walk with us. And you're like, no, I got to stay on my treadmill for what? I'm going to get somewhere. Like, no, you're not. I don't know if that was a good metaphor, but it has me thinking about perfection is like walking on a treadmill. (laughs) That's interesting. 
So on the other side, if you are driven by your own motivation, if you have an intrinsic desire, an internal desire to achieve your goals, then you might be a healthy striver, as Brene Brown puts it. If you find yourself striving for perfection and external validation, I encourage you to examine your values. Your values are the things that you believe about the world, that you hold dear to you and value. Um, One of my biggest values is that everybody has the right to safety. And I believe that with all my heart. Well, I also believe then that I have the right to safety. And when I strive for perfectionism, for, for the perfect moment, for the perfect thing, that doesn't create safety in my life. It doesn't create safety for the people around me and not for myself. And then I think asking yourself how you can show up more for yourself and not the opinions of other people. This is like really, really important. And I think it ultimately is getting away from our own attachment wounds or codependent thinking, right? Or a perfectionist thinking. When we show up for ourselves, we move closer and closer to that intrinsic desire. When we show up for ourselves and do what we know we need, what's best for ourselves, we move away from worrying about what other people will think and getting closer to our values. Ultimately, when you reach for that perfect thing, air quotes, perfect thing, right? You put yourself to the side and you say, no matter what it is that I'm reaching for, I, I can't impact this. My needs, my emotional well-being cannot have an impact on this because I got to get to where I'm going. But you can't get there because it's impossible. And so really thinking about what do I need is what I'm doing aligning with my values. And at the moment of celebration, when you think you've achieved something that doesn't exist because you've been reaching for that perfect thing, you will most likely, and I don't like to live in the all or nothings, but most likely you will feel disconnected and alone because your true self didn't make it to the end. And that person, your true self is at risk for being collateral damage on this journey to that mirage in the desert. So how do we get ourselves away from looking at the mirage and believing it's possible and move towards a more realistic goal? Here are some ways that you can challenge this narrative about being perfect. Be more curious about your own feelings. Ask yourself, what is it that you need right now? Right? Turning that attention back onto yourself. Pause and explore your own expectations. What is it that you're hoping will happen? What is it that you're hoping the outcome will be? And then challenge the expectations of the people around you or the culture or the society or the religion or your parents or anybody or anything that is around you having expectations on you. Create a list of your values and beliefs. This is really important. Then weed out any values that don't intentionally come from you, right? We're going to look at that list of values and beliefs and ask ourselves on each and every one, where did I learn this? 
where is this value coming from? And what is it tied to? Is that what I want in my life for myself? Then ask yourself if your behavior is aligning with your values and beliefs. And then question what influence your thoughts have on your feelings about yourself. I would love to know how this exercise works for you. You can find me on social media or email me. I would love to hear how perfectionism has impacted your daily life. Um, I think that it's a complicated, really diverse issue that comes up in, in most people's lives at some point, right? The struggle of feeling pressure to be perfect, to be a certain way, to meet somebody else's expectations of you. And, and that can be really harmful to our, to our lives. So, you know, if you want to reach out, I, I would love that. And, um, I really thank you for joining me today. If you want to hear more from the good, the bad, the family, please subscribe. Or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at a Lucero MFT. Thanks for listening. licensed and trained marriage and family therapist, but this podcast is not a replacement for therapeutic advice. If you need help finding a therapist, visit psychologytoday.com to find a therapist in your area.